Peace, peace. This is Jamel Honesty, and you now tuned in to the Tissue and the Tape podcast, where everything's hip-hop, 365 days a year, nothing but that raw, authentic, unapologetic hip-hop music. You heard? Respect, heat holders. Peace. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Philmatic, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors that are rape like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon day. MCs are rhythm and bit in peace like Gandhi. For a seat at the table, getting meals, salons, eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience. And pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. This back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. Born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar That gets me vexed when he uplift trash Like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines It's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme We just take it back Or rather choose to rewind When heat holders in the back of the twines It's the bitches the bond Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it is the world's famous TITT. It's home team in the motherfucking house, no question. That's right. It's Davis backwards at who state your name, Yank Star. Philmatic 365, aka uh, a sad individual, man. We ain't got no sports. <laughs> but we always got hip hop. No doubt. So, with that being the case, uh, we are doing a special edition. We have a special guest. And when we say recording uh, live from somewhere, we actually really mean that, man. Like, uh, tell the people we, why that's so special right now. Yeah, we, uh, hip hop is worldwide, man. And, um, when we when we talk about uh, lovers of hip hop, the not only the music but the culture, and talking about really being an ambassador of that culture, uh, we had to uh, we had sometimes we got to go uh, outside the United States to actually uh, really see the appreciation for it. Um, as as I guess gets all choked up with emotion about this dope intro, <laughs> we uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Straight from uh Berlin, uh without further ado, I, I still love her de Miss Vanya. How you doing? Yes, I'm here. I'm good. I'm having a little coughing fit right now. I know. I, I thought you was all choked up with emotion <laughs> because of the, the, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, you're gonna have to edit that out. Damn. No doubt, we got you. No, you know I was out uh, out all night smoking a little. My voice fucked up. <laughs> what, what, what's a night on the town for uh, for a young lady uh, 
for for a single young lady in uh Berlin? Um well it wasn't even that long of a night. Not not like we usually do in Berlin, but I'm also getting older, so that's a whole nother thing. Um I had a friend visiting from Detroit. Oh, so, the people in the house. Yes, yes. And I'm always happy when people go, people from Detroit visit me because that's my second home, so it's like a piece from home coming here with me. Um, but yeah, I took her out to a spot that I really like and we were both kind of tired, so we just had a couple drinks and called it a night around two, which in Berlin, you don't usually call it a night until like five or six. So, wow, okay. so you call it a morning then? Cause mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially in the summer, the sun comes out at like four, four thirty. Wow. So you'll be leaving the club and it's like right outside and you're like, what the fuck happened? Mm. Four thirty, wow. That's that's <laughs> ill. That, that that that's an ill feeling. Mm -hmm. So like what type of like uh spot did, did y'all go to? Like you said it's a spot that you like, like what type of music they're playing there? Um, well, the spot we went to, we didn't go inside. It's like a little, um, so it's an, a club, but it's also a whole area. Mm. Um, it's like an African-based community space, kind of. Mm. So they have a bunch of food places all outside. Then they have the club where they have events and also shows. They do a lot of hip-hop shows, but they mainly do like dance hall events. Nice. And then they also have a little beach. Like, it's not a real beach, but they are right on the water. So they put a bunch of sand there and they have like a beach bar. So it's a really dope space. And it's we didn't go inside. They had a dance hall event last night, but we just were out there chilling, having some drinks. That sounds dope. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's really nice. The, um, <clears throat> there's always people from all over the world there hanging out some nice music you know had some ice cream it was nice <laughs> put that on the list uh what's, what's the name of this place it's called yam which is y double a m okay okay yeah yep ladies and gentlemen put that on your list if you're ever in uh the area yeah definitely that's a berlin must Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, uh, for our listeners, you know, we do have some, you know, obviously international and then some domestic here for U.S. Um, Berlin slash you know, just Germany in general. Um, it, it's kind of on the list, I guess, the destinations. Um, people don't know as much about it um, as other places like here, like we know about like Italy and mm -hmm. um, Spain and, you know, like the UK. France. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in France. So um, Germany is, is kind of like a, a, a hidden gem sometimes. People, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I know people that go there and they kind of get low for a minute if they want to, you know, just have a good time and, you know, you know, do something different. So Rick G speaks highly of uh, Germany when he's there in terms yeah. of just the, the, the love for hip hop. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think with Germany, if you want to come to Germany, you should definitely just go to Berlin. And like Berlin is its own little universe. Like, 
nothing outside of Berlin and Germany is like Berlin. Like Berlin is so unique and if you want to go anywhere in Germany, Berlin is a place to be. Like fuck Bavaria, don't <laughs> don't think about going to the stupid Oktoberfest, like no. Come to Berlin. That's all you need. Okay. <laughs> but it's definitely I mean to me it's the best city in the world, but um nice. I, I feel the, like, I feel like that's how you should feel about where you live. Yeah, I mean that's that's a plus. <laughs> Or at, or at least be close to the city that you feel like is the greatest city in the world yeah. so, so you can enjoy it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, was, but you, I was about but to say, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, yeah. Um, For anybody that follows you online, I mean, they, they, they know that you're, you know, definitely obviously supporting the culture, a big, a, a big you know, just influence in terms of what people, um, look to for uh for what's hot what's fresh tell us about what you're kind of listening to what what's what's caught your eye in 2018 well i think 2018 is an amazing year for hip-hop like we've already had so much dope shit dropping and there's still so like we're only in the beginning of june Mm -hmm. so we still have six more months to go and there's still so much dope shit on the list like um, I mean, obviously that Pusha T was super dope, fucking with that. Um, man, it's so hard with all these releases dropping. I'm kind of losing track of what <laughs> no, you're, what you're, came you're, out this year. No doubt. I just know it was dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, J. Cole. I love that J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was really awesome. And I love where he went with the subject matter. I think yeah. that's so important. Um, what else dropped? What dropped uh, this year? Royce. <clears throat> yeah. Royce. I mean, yeah. but that's Royce. Like, you know, like people need to stop fucking sleeping on Royce. Like, <laughs> Tell him. Man, you better recognize. Yeah, uh, Sky Zoo. And um, I saw what you guys did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sky Zoo. Um, Sky Zoo is the homie. And Sky Zoo dropped a very dope project. Yeah. That shit was dope. Um, yeah, that's one of our mutual homies because he, he's <clears throat> uh, he's rocked with you. He's rocked with us a couple times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and he's doing big things. Uh, yeah, out in uh, big Willie things. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, that's that's a different type of uh, different type of bag. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm like, go Scott. <laughs> uh, we so so we have those projects that came out. Uh, you know, the good the whole good music family fiasco things mm. that happened. Yeah, uh, let's get your opinion on that. So you mentioned Pusher, but you didn't mention Mr. West. Why not? I mean, I, you wanted me to talk about good projects, right? Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> literally good. I got you. I got yeah. you. But yeah, so yeah, what? what I mean, this, what, what are your feelings on? No hose bar. Get out yeah, of it. Yeah. I mean, so <clears throat> I listened to the project, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. When I was speaking on it on Instagram, a lot of people were like, "Oh, but." you guys don't even want to listen to it because of what he did not like i listened to it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna listen to everything no matter how i feel personally about a person Mm -hmm. but i thought it was like hot garbage Mm. you know like 
Worse than Yeezus? Yeah, I actually like Yeezus. I like okay. that one. Okay, that, like, that, didn't, like... that didn't resonate with a lot of people. So <laughs> Not with me. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> and and I, the thing is, my, my taste in hip-hop is very um, versatile. Like, I like a lot of different type of rap music. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it in the past when Kanye was doing, you know, some out-the-box type shit. But this one... <clears throat> Somebody said it sounds like he made ultra light beams seven times over. <laughs> and it really does. And and to me, like as far as his raps went and his like the shit he was talking about, I was just like, man, just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> it just seemed kind of lazy. A lot of shit he was saying I just can't rock with. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm so, just like, come on. So he he has recently shared a lot in terms of just like some of the yeah. things he's been going with, his disorders, and some of his shortcomings uh, from a mental health standpoint. Does that get him a pass or no? Nah. I mean, look, <laughs> I think it's I think it's great that he addresses it publicly. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that he openly talks about <clears throat> having. A mental disorder i think that's awesome and i think that's going to help a lot of people yeah however the thing is you can't just like he didn't apologize for the things he said Mm -hmm. you know like it's one thing um you know if those antics were caused by by what he's going through okay but then you can turn around and say hey guys i'm sorry like i did not mean that or it came out wrong or whatever because it affected a lot of people and it hurt a lot of people yeah so for you to sit there and just say well i have a mental disorder and not say and that's what caused me to say that and i'm sorry i did that you know that's kind of fucked up to me because He's just leaving these things in the room, like we're yeah. supposed, you know. He's just leaving them there for people to still digest. Like he didn't take anything back. So the one thing about him is that that you know that that I see, I don't necessarily think that he's the most articulate yeah. um, person, especially when he gets emotional about a subject. Yeah, he thinks he is, and he thinks <clears throat> what he's saying is profound, and he's. Yeah. Uh, if you don't get it, you're you know you're not thinking on the level that he's thinking. But I yeah. really, when I think of articulate people, people that can express themselves clearly and can confidently speak and defend whatever they say and stand on what they say, he he's not someone that comes to mind, and no. neither is his wife. So it's like oh. we, we've seen we've <laughs> seen her on numerous occasions say stuff and then you know immediately retract it because like either she was saying she didn't understand what the impact of what she was saying was going to be or that she just didn't understand <clears throat> fully what the subject yeah. that she was expounding on was so she's at least savvy enough or has enough uh um, right training yeah. by her mother to to be like no that's that's not gonna fly you need to go ahead and apologize yeah. and say that you're dumb and you don't know what you're saying he's so arrogant that he won't even <clears throat> apologize. So just like you said, leave it in the room. And that leaves a, a stench somewhat for people all around the, the globe. Like 
Yeah. The Trump the Trump stuff is one thing, but then once you start to talk about slavery, you start to talk yeah. about the disenfranchised in a way that's yeah. demeaning. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that's all that's an elephant in the room that you that you can't just, you know, sweep sweep yes. behind the rug. Yeah, you can't unpeel the onion <clears throat> as the uh, as the saying goes. And 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 to to both of your points, you when you when you're speaking you have to have a a certain balance between emotion and intellect and i think he lets the emotion the emotional scale go all the way to 100 and that intellect scale never never creeps up so that's why you get mm. the kind of responses and the lack of, of um empathy that you get um in in the responses when he does hurt so many people mainly because the people were supporters and fans of his um myself included mm. and 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 the, and the three of us included were we we were all fans uh, mm. of his music and and to some extent him as a person but this man is the i think the the lack of of empathy or even acknowledgement of what he's saying is is wrong is the part that's more uh disheartening <clears throat> and upsetting than anything yeah i look at it like this oh, i'm sorry um, I look at it like this, like, 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 so he speaks to a certain type of people more than he just speaks to the crowd. So I know he wants to get like the frat boys and the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the trust fund babies. I know he wants to speak to them, but when he originally started, he was speaking to us and as hip hop lovers. And what he essentially did with his statements here lately was he's, he, I liken him to like a restaurant owner, right? And he had a, a restaurant that was specifically for people that love hip-hop and then he wanted to to start a chain of those so that he could get more popularity and bring that to other people which he did throughout the course of his career where he's at in this stage now he has one of the most popular restaurant chains in the world so people have enjoyed everything that he's been able to put out there on the table for, for years now but now he's at the point where he's just like yeah you know man i spit in all the hip-hop lovers food <laughs> you know like you know like so yeah so when i open this new restaurant you know we i want everybody to come out and it's like Yo, you're you're kind of impression at some point <laughs> thank you I do, I do too, by the way. but um but but no like that's how that's how i felt the whole throne <laughs> right but um so um I, I felt like he's like all right come come to my new restaurant and then <laughs> when, the, when the restaurant was open, then he's expecting us to come in there and, and, and being like, well, wait, are, are like, are you saying that you still spinning your food for hip hop yeah. or, or not? And he's like, don't worry about that. Just listen to the music. It's like, no, I can't. I can't partake in anything that you have going on until you address the fact that you just said that you spit in the food. Do you or do you yeah. not? And he's like, let's move on from that. And that's that's not acceptable. You got to address mm. that first before we can. Great analogy. You know, like <laughs> before we even have another conversation and, and yeah. the trust fund babies and the frat boys, they don't have that that um that same feeling that they have because he didn't alienate yeah they don't give a fuck yeah so he's just like they're just like whatever it's kanye like yeah. and, and most of them are oblivious to it because it it, it never affected them to exactly. begin with exactly yeah but you know my thing with kanye is um so i'm a gemini too so like i you know on some levels like i relate to him and i on some levels, I just see through his stuff, you know, like <laughs> I see him because I know how we operate. So, yeah. 
So for a very long time, up until very recently, I believe that even though the way he's communicating things is completely fucked up, I thought that his intentions at least were good. Mm-hmm. I, I believe the intentions below all of that shit were good. So I was trying to be like, okay, you know, like let's get to the real Kanye here. Mm-hmm. But then when this when the shit went down with Rhymefest, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's all right, so nah, so yeah, you right. just on some bullshit and you just care about yourself, and yeah, it's a complete lack of empathy. So now I can't fuck with you anymore. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like if if I can see your intentions are good, mm-hmm. and you just have a fucked up a fucked up way of of communicating them, then you know. I'll still be okay with you. Like, I'm gonna try to steer you in the right direction, but we'll be okay. But if I see that your intentions are screwed up, nah, we good. I think one of the most important things that us as human beings, especially intelligent ones with all of our faculties and all of our like like wits about us, one of the most important things that we can say to each other if, if we disagree is, I, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. You, you give the person a chance to explain themselves or either from the other end, they're saying, I don't understand why you don't understand what I'm saying, but it at least keeps the conversation going and it doesn't dismiss someone as, as either yeah. or something. I just think even in the music that, you know, he's not even saying, I don't understand this. He's saying, no, I'm an authority and F you if you don't mess with what I'm saying. So, and, and, the, and the crazy part is regardless of all that, um, the, the the numbers come back and it's it's streaming. It's number one on Spotify. Yep. It's number one. So all the people that said, "Oh, I'm not fucking with him no more," or <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody's fucking with him. Well, I, mean, I think even even with us, I think he has earned at least for us to just peek in and just just make sure. Like I had to make sure. I only listened to it literally once, and I wanted to just hear what he was saying. I listened yeah. to it and then I said, okay, all right, well. But, I'm, I'm, but for what we do, I mean, it's almost like we have to listen to sure. it so yeah. we can talk about it. But I'm, I'm talking about people that, that aren't, you know, that don't have uh, podcasts or platforms or, you know, business that operates off of hip hop culture and music right. that, that say, but, oh, I'm not fucking with them. And then <clears throat> it's going to repeat on their phone. But that's where you can tell that his shit clearly worked because, like, at this point, I gotta assume that it's all publicity stunt. Yeah. Because why did he come out and do all this shit right before he had several projects dropping? Part of the rollout. Like right crazy. before, because this whole time he was quiet, he wasn't doing shit, mm-hmm. and right before mm-hmm. he's announcing these projects, he's doing all this. Yeah, so, he doesn't. He doesn't have to do that. That's the crazy. Yeah. In the crazy yeah. part that that um that that uh they've been tracking every time he has something going on or about to have something going on uh kim gets naked for a magazine um it's it's a really? weird if you, yeah if you go back and look the last time she did it was uh she or she or she posted some new pictures on on instagram or whatever um when pablo came out um she did that mm-hmm. magazine yeah, yeah, uh, I remember, yeah and then uh he 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 had something else coming out of Ye- yeezy season whatever the fuck and, and um <laughs> She, she posted the pictures that uh on instagram of her topless so it's it's a thing so when she did it this time 
we knew that music was coming and it, it and then all this other shit rolled out behind it but that that is the west's uh the west kardashian clan that's their seems to be their their motive. strategy yeah as, so as it is right now to the, to the cuddy and kanye project yet um i listened to it one time yesterday i think it's much better than yay but that's not hard <laughs> <laughs> The bar was very, very low. Yeah, yeah. It was underground. Right. Can I ask um both of you guys what what is the appeal of Kid Cudi? Because I don't get it. I never got it. I was never a fan. And I but people I talked to people specifically people younger than myself and they loved him. Like and I I'm just like he can't sing, but but people love to hear him sing. I mean, per, for me, um, it's not 100% my taste. So um, I listen to the project and I think it's a very good project. I'm probably not going to be listening to it a lot because it's not my taste. Also with Cuddy, like there are a few songs of his that I really like. But other than that, I never got into him. I respect him as a person a lot. Um, like I love the message that he conveys to the youth. I think that's great. Um, so I want to be supportive of him. Like his music gotcha. is not really mine, but you know, I think um, a lot of his fans are young, right? So um, his music is very emotional and very also kind of punk rockish in a way. Yep, gotcha. And that you know that taps into what the youth likes you know that's like when you're in that stage where you don't really know yourself you don't know what the fuck is going on you're trying to figure out life that music caters to that so that's why i think it resonates with a lot of young people that makes sense yeah i agree um yeah some of his subject matter and the things he talks about like uh being a loner being a stoner being someone that people don't understand but yet still wanting to fit in you know like uh Vanya was saying it it really does uh resonate with people that are trying to find themselves and also mm-hmm. like he still is looked at as a cool figure even though he has all of these things going on and you know he's talked about struggling with addiction struggling with de- depression so there's a there's a particular section of people that can totally relate with that um mm-hmm. whether they're young or old and then you know he's he has he has a, a track record now or a catalog of music that that people can play that that, that they can you know just go back to you know gotcha. and, you know so yeah I, I think he's he's built his brand and he's built his catalog to the point where now that he has a, a loyal legion of fans that can you know just get behind his, his his music like that like I know he has maybe seven or eight joints that i could probably put into a playlist playlist and really enjoy mm-hmm. other than that you know it, it's you know some of the album cuts and stuff like that i can't get into but yeah like i i understand the talent and i see the talent i just i just i guess maybe i just don't connect with the music maybe because i'm not in that space that his listeners uh that he's that that, that his music speaks to yeah yeah man so um that well the the next um good project is is nas uh correct yeah next friday yeah yeah uh yeah. seven songs um uh what 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 do uh, what would you what do you guys uh expect 
Um, I, I'm just hoping for the best. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey man, you know, you know, I, I have nothing but hope, man, because you know that's my guy. Um, it is is ah. Oh. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, well, Kanye, he, he did good about Pusher, so yeah, Kanye killed that Pusher T. So he obviously he got it on the Minus production the side. So I I believe it's gonna be dope. It's just gonna be so interesting to see Nas working with one producer, and it's gonna be interesting to see what Kanye brought out of him in that process. Because of course, working on a full project. Well, seven tracks is not like a full, full project. <laughs> but working on one project with just one producer, that means you are really intensely working together. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, I think, to see what what that brought out of him. So here, here's my thing. like Sometimes it works, and if you hear Royce now talk about um, you know, his recent projects that he's put out, two of the last three that he's put out have been with DJ Premier. Um, well, two of the last four, if you're, if you're putting layers and um, mm -hmm. Book of Ryan in there as well. But um, if you look at, if you just look at what he said, he said, you know, I I, I wanted to keep the group going and then I did a, a producer rapper project and then my whole group did it. You know, Button did it with uh, A-Rab Music, um, uh, Joel Ortiz tried it um, mm -hmm. with um, Illmind yep. and then uh, Static and, um, King Crooked. and King Crooked. And he's like, I mean, if you look at it, it's like Prime probably still stands above the other one. Sometimes, it yeah. Sometimes it, it's cool to just do a couple songs with a producer, and sometimes it's magical. Yeah. So, seven songs probably gives it a better chance of it being magical than if you try to do 10 or 11 <laughs> you know you know what i mean like if you look yeah. at some of the, some of the ones it's like maybe it was a little bit too long if you guys would have made this an ep it would have been better um i mean if you look at prime it was really only what nine songs initially and they had like he had a lot of features on there but um i'm looking forward to it because i think uh when Nas said album was done i was expecting for the album to come out like and it, mm -hmm. never, it never surfaced <laughs> yeah. so i was i was just kind of just like okay what happened how long ago was that <laughs> right that, so. that that was actually we're in 2018 he said that at the end of 2016. yeah i mean it's so. reaching detox status <laughs> <laughs> exactly and, and and my bet is that I think he actually did record an album, but I don't think anything that we're going to hear next week is what right. he was referring to when he said Nas album done. I think this is all, yeah, you know, totally no. different stuff because he was working with Salam Remy Heavy, yeah, thing as well. I mean, so. that Khaled song was one of his best songs in the past oh. in the past ten yeah. years. You know, you know mm. including Life Is Good, it was like to hear him so energized. Yeah, like that I was like, oh man, if we get an album of this, it's over. Even the joint he did over the Dilla beat, uh, the season, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that yeah. was dope. Um, and I, I was just like, oh man, yeah, like, did we gonna get this? And then yeah. you know, we had the the, the, the the extended intermission, but obviously, you know, we know about his entrepreneurial pursuits and some of the things he's doing now. It's like hip hop is, is you know, is just for the love. As it all as it always been, but as definitely, it be, man. yeah, yeah. So, so we, I'm, I'm expecting a lot from him just because he doesn't have to rap at all, ever. 
Well, <laughs> you know, unless it's for that child support money. Oh, <laughs> ouch! ouch. <laughs> yeah, he, he got he, he got a he got a decade plus. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a cover. Well, um, yeah, he might he might open up a golden chick over there in Berlin, so be on the lookout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a what? He he has a, a sweet. I'm sorry, a sweet chick. Sweet chick, yeah. Sweet uh, chick. The- he chicken and waffle spot. That I mean, he's, uh, that he's invested in that he's uh, kind of bringing here in the state. So he's he's doing all types of stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm vegetarian. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> no doubt. Um, do you eat waffles, though? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, oh, rarely. Okay. Probably like once every two years or so. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, but... there's, there's nothing better than a good waffle. Or maybe... Yeah, I'm not going to say no to a waffle. <laughs> so so wait is, is that so that's your secret being a vegetarian is, is that you, you can let no. us know is that your secret like is that is that how you keep your youthfulness no oh no 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 i can tell you my secret I, i've been a vegetarian all my life that's not you know oh wow but the secret to my youthfulness is that i don't go in the sun ever <laughs> oh that's why you don't that's like the heat Oh. No, it's not because of that. Like my skin is like I'm super pale. My, I have freckles. My skin is so sensitive to the sun. I just get burnt like super quick. Like if I'm 15 minutes in the sun, I'm protected. I'm gonna have a sunburn. So mm. that's why I stay out the sun. And working from home also means I don't leave the house that much. Mm. So I'm already not in the sun much. And you have melanin to protect your skin, so. Mm-hmm. But white people, we age from the sun. <laughs> like that's the number one aging factor. So, 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 so why do white people love the sun? So yo, white American white people, or maybe just white people around the world, they uh, you need to do a PSA because they they are cooking. <laughs> yeah, they don't, and they even they go to the tanning beds. Like, have you ever seen a person who like tans excessively, like a white person? Their skin looks like leather. Yeah. Like straight up leather, and I'm always like. So what? So what's the appeal? Is it just not being pale? Is that what it is? Not. Well, I, I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, I would get teased. Like people would like laugh at me for being pale. Like, Mm. um, yeah, I think you know, for a long time, like being tan as a white person was like, you know, that meant you look like you just got back from vacation. You know. Gotcha. Like that was like part of the whole, um, you know, image. Mm. Okay. The yeah. beauty standard was like being tan, but mm-hmm. I think that's changed a little. And people are also, you know, more conscious about health and conscious about what the sun does because it gives us cancer and shit. So not here, man. People, people be they still fraud themselves. Or like well, I, Americans I all the time. Americans are generally not very conscious about anything, so... You got that right. <laughs> so, and that's one of the things, because, um, and I and I didn't mention this, in, mention this in the intro, this is your second time rocking with us, and mm-hmm. the first time you rocked with us, it was early in the uh, the, the regime of, of oh, the, the, the current yeah. uh, guy in charge, and... Um, that guy. Yeah. And how... how uh, with all the the, the the shits he's gotten into, how, how are how crazy are we looking from from a, a 
uh, perspective <laughs> from some people from outside the country. Pretty, pretty damn crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's not only Trump. It's like the police brutality. It's the mass shootings. Is that y'all don't want to give up y'all guns? Like, mm-hmm. it's so many things where people just look at it like, what? What I, the fuck are y'all doing over there? But I, I guess my my other question in my 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 do do people in other countries and 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 I, and I know you don't speak for the entire rest of the world, but do 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 don't people <laughs> um do do people look at him and be like he, are there are there other people that be like yeah he has a point or are, no are there, oh great I, that's good to know that's no. very refreshing to know because it it may it may sound weird but like we are currently. Uh, surrounded and Phil says it all the time like uh, just imagine like a group of people that you knew felt a certain type of way but they didn't let yeah. you know now yeah. they, they feel like they can just let us know at any given oh, point yeah. you know like, yeah. They, they, yeah. like dude is here you know he, and he never does anything to piss off the people that support him ever you know like there used to be stuff that Obama would say or do yeah. and I would be like eh, eh I could, I wish he didn't say that, man. Yeah. Yo, Trump never, ever like said like, like even with the mass shootings, he's like, man, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh man, that's a tragedy. But uh, what about guns? He's like, that's not the problem. Yeah, you know, it's like well, it's, it's never the guns. Yeah, it's never the guns. It's never the, the the police. It's never the you know. It's always he he sticks to his like plan. He sticks to the script better than anybody that I've seen in in. I've always said like anybody that's a hundred percent, you know, one way all the time, like they're more than likely wrong a lot of the times. Yeah. You know, like you can't just be one way all the time. Like their life has like ebbs and flows. Especially when it when when it affects so many people and it literally affects lives. Yeah. yeah. And it it um it also affects people outside of the United States. Like it affects the whole world, the shit mm-hmm. he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what's yeah. so terrible about it. It's like... So do, do y'all see the distractions that he put, like when he's like beefing with like basketball players and like the NFL and stuff like that? Like, do, you, do y'all see that stuff too? I mean, I do. I don't know about other Germans. I think that, um, you know, what we get in the news about Trump mm-hmm. over here in German news is obviously limited. They're not mm-hmm. gonna report on everything he does. Right. Um, but a lot of that is hip hop culture, so you get in, like you know, like for for all intents and purposes, like LeBron James, like he's hip hop culture. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I yeah. see all that shit. Right. Um, I don't think all of Germans do. Um, right. Because then also you got to think about like football mm-hmm. and like all these sports that people here don't really care about those. Right. So that whole culture is not really relevant to people over here. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, I think for a lot of Germans or Europeans in general, um, a lot of them don't have the background information about um, the oppression of black people in the United States and the history of the oppression of black Mm. people. Wow, Um, that's a major key. Yeah, like I, like people know that there was slavery, but I think they don't know the depth of it because, you know, people here are busy getting taught about our fucked up shit that we right, did. Right. 
So, um, and it took me a while to learn all the layers of it too, because you really gotta, you know, dive into it and yeah. and learn this shit. Yeah, um, so I think for for people over here, I doubt that many people hear about the whole thing with the um, national anthem and the kneeling, but they were probably like, huh? You know, because um, you have a level of patriotism in the United States that is unmatched. Like the like over here, people are not really patriotic at all because, especially Germans, for us it's like after what happened with Hitler and the Nazis, being patriotic is not a thing because it's being associated with Nazis. So we don't do that. We don't have flags outside our shit. Like <laughs> we are not patriotic at all. We are taught that if you like are proud to be a German, that means you're a Nazi, pretty much. So that's why we can't relate to that. Yeah, and here, after all the the the, the 400 years of oppression, uh, um, America tripled down on the uh, patriotism, like. And, and try to justify it. There's still mm-hmm. where, where, where I live. There's still flags of uh, that fly from Confederate the, Confederate not? flags that still wow. fly. I can go around the corner from my house. There, there's one right in front of a house um, around the corner where I live. That's crazy. Yeah, and and, and, it, and it's almost to the point where it's just like because it, it it's so it's so i mean seriously i mean i i know what it means and what it what it represents but for it's so embedded that and there's so many bigger issues than than what that flag really represents than trying to explain it then it's it's not even worth the issue but one one thing i did want to say um for anybody that does want to get an idea of the issues um that that face uh black americans or just minorities in general mm-hmm. it's a very very dope uh mini doc on netflix called explained mm-hmm. um and they, and they talk about uh economic disenfranchisement um, oh i was just talking to my friend from detroit we were just talking about that it's a i mean they have a lot of different topics that they talk about but there's yeah. one there's one segment in particular about uh the economic disparity in america and it, it explains everything that you need to know about how and why, you know, people of color are where they are right now today. And it, it it's, I think it's only 18 minutes long, but it's it's one of the most spot on things I've ever seen about that particular subject matter. So it's, it's super quick. It's perfect for the, sh- the people with the short attention span because it's not even, it's shorter than any kind of sitcom or whatever. You know what I mean? So, so we are talking to Vanya from I Still Love Her De. Um, we are honored to have her here for the for the second time. So she's officially uh, in the alumni that that's made it here back. So we appreciate her rocking with us. Um, again, Phil, uh, we're we're definitely trying to trying to spread our wings and to make sure that we're not only doing this domestically but also. Uh, internationally, so we got yeah, a couple more topics that we want to talk to Vanya about. In, so let's yeah. get into it. International VOD and passport. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I, I'm trying to get out there, man. So, man, I, I, I so, I so, man, I want us to be able to do a live show out there and 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 all throughout your. That's one of the goals for 
for this uh, particular platform. But um, just talk about the culture. Just talk about hip hop in general in uh, Berlin for our listeners. Um, like, what's what's the vibe like uh, for those that may not have heard the uh, the, the first time you were on with this? Well, um, Berlin, Europe generally has a very dope um, hip hop scene, and the culture as a whole, with all the elements, is still being celebrated very heavily here. <clears throat> which is beautiful and and and, and just so because uh, again a lot of our listeners are young the, the elements uh that uh vanya is referring to uh mc and dj and uh b-boying and graffiti art yes um beatboxing too we have a lot of beatboxing nice nice um but yeah graffiti especially like i was just out in spain and i saw so much dope graffiti i was like and it was like a random town it wasn't like a capital or anything so much dope graffiti um but yeah in berlin especially so generally berlin is known as an electronic music hub um but we have a very strong and big hip-hop scene here um Basically, like if you want to find anything to go to, like a show or an event, you can go out almost every night of the week. Um, there's always something going on. Nice. There's um, outdoor shit, indoor shit. There's shows like pretty much any artist um, on a European tour is going to hit Berlin. <clears throat> there's just this city has a huge art scene so it just has that vibe so there's so many creatives here and so many artists doing shit um this is one event i gotta shout out because i fucking i love them so much it's called swag jam um at Bada house and um so it's a band and their name is swag and it's a full band they have also an mc and a singer and the band is fucking just dope as fuck. And they have a jam every Tuesday where they invite people. Um, they have like a feature artist. Like they've had a ton of people like Sean Price was there not too long before he died. Wow. Just like a, they've had a ton of people just come up there and rock with them. Um, but then they also have an open mic thing. And you know how a lot of times you go to an open mic and it's just whack. Like, it's just a bunch of whack people. You're just sitting there like, what the fuck is this? But at Swag Jam, I've never seen anyone whack. Like, it's always been super dope. And they just jam with the band. It's just like freestyling and they just vibe together. And it's so fucking amazing. Like, I'm so proud of those guys. They've been doing it for so long. And <clears throat> every time I go, I'm just blown away. And so my friend from Detroit, she's a singer. And... Um, she did some stuff with them and it was oh my god it was amazing that's right really um cool. yeah that's but dope. but yeah berlin is really i would that, that's dope beautiful. i would love to see that like like see like video of that have you have you posted video of them um i had um well every time i go i post something on my um on my ig story when i was there with my friend i posted a little video of her on my story I have to check that out. <clears throat> yeah, or you can just, um, I think it's 
uh, their Instagram, it's like official swag or swag official or swag band official, something like that. Um, they have videos up there okay, cool, from their cool. sessions. But yeah, that's just, it's a good example of Berlin, um, of the Berlin culture. Because it's just very lively here and very um, free. That's what Berlin is, it's just free. It sounds like a beautiful place, man. Yo, it's my favorite place in the world. And not because I live here, it's just, I've never been anywhere that I love more than Berlin. <laughs> and, then, and then second is Detroit. Yeah, and it's not, you know, I mean, if you've ever been to Detroit, you know, it's a very rough place. I mean, not so much anymore, I hear, because it's very gentrified now. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> that's a lot of the big cities. Um, I mean, there's still parts, you know, I mean, if you go too far, whatever direction, you're going to you're going to bump into the hood. But yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of major cities, uh, uh, you know gentrification is uh yeah top priority yeah it's just crazy to hear because so the last time i was in detroit i think it was four years ago and before that i was going every year um like i was there all the time and the last time i was there the gentrification was just starting like I, they had an ice skating rink downtown i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> 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 And all of a sudden, there were a bunch of white people downtown. I was like, what? what? What's happening? <laughs> so that's when it started. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's... Um, like, it's like an ice skating rink. <laughs> the, 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 per, the perfect example uh, that I that, like is probably, is probably Brooklyn, man. Because like, yeah. any, anybody that listens to the music from the 90s, wouldn't even believe that that's the same place. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so it's like, yo, like, old, old Brooklyn, not this new shit. It's like a spoof. Um, yeah, so, uh, or like, like, um, the last OG, uh, kind of frames that, uh, mm -hmm. Morgan frames that uh, scenario extremely well. Um, yeah. I want to talk about, um, we talked about this when you were on here initially. But I want to talk about your merchandise again, and you you inspire us with uh, some of the, some of the things that you have out there. Queen of the Ice Court. <laughs> they're available for uh, for purchase. One of the, one of the, the best the best articles of clothing that I've seen. One of the best pieces you have is the uh, the MC shirt. So it, it says female, mm -hmm. and then it has that crossed out, and it just has just plain MC. Period. With a period. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we are now, one of the, the best things that we've seen out of probably the, the last 18 months, and if you go a little bit further, maybe the past three years with uh, the emergence of the, um, you know, the Dage Loafs, the, uh, the Kaylee uh, 47s, the um, Tierra Wax, like there's there's a lot of uh, female MCs or you know, just just ladies that, that rap, let's just say that. Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. Uh, that are coming out, but Rhapsody, you know, had a banner year last year. <coughs> yeah, uh, her album coming Big out for her for sure. Like nominated for two, for two Grammys, and you know, if you take gender out of it, like she, it really is one of the best MCs in the world. Period. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how do you feel? Like, you know, like we we have we have like the BET Hip Hop Awards or the BET Awards. Like, I think Nicki Minaj has won like six or seven in a row. 
now um, it's not such a landslide anymore. It's actually mm-hmm. like a, a competitive, like, yeah, you know, like sport a, a little bit. Yeah, field exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, talk, talk, talk to us about that. Like, how does it feel to have uh, ladies' voices out there a little bit more prominently? I mean, I, I think it's absolutely beautiful, and I love seeing so many young ladies coming out now. And it just shows that the most important thing is representation. Because if you see yourself represented in a field, then you feel like you can do it. If you don't see yourself, mm-hmm. you never feel like you can do it. That's so true. So, um, true. so I think that's why we see so many young um, ladies on the mic now. It's because mm-hmm. of the past 10 years where we had people like Nikki, we had Remy, like you had, you now had women on the forefront. And I think like so many people want to bash Nikki. Like, I think Nikki is great. I think she's an exceptional MC. She can wrap circles around a lot of your favorites. Um, The image she portrays, that's her choice. Like. I wouldn't portray myself that way, but I'm not going to judge another woman for portraying herself that way. That's her choice. And I feel like <clears throat> if you truly believe in equal equal rights for women, you have to let people make their choices. You can't judge a woman. Like, it's not freedom if you tell a woman don't dress like that. That's not freedom. And I feel like we as women need to be bigger than that we need to be like nah like that's her choice you know and that's it she should have the freedom to dress however she wants to and if she wants to talk about sex that's her choice and that's cool and um but she's one of the biggest rappers in the world Mm -hmm. and i think it's amazing to have a woman in that position and I think it's because of that that we see a lot of young women rapping because they saw a woman in that position, Absolutely. you know? And, <clears throat> you know, Rhapsody, I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy she's doing it. And it's funny because Rhapsody been around for so long. Yeah. And um, I think it's awesome that she's finally, you know, reaping the benefits of all the work that she put in because she worked very hard to be where she is. Now, I think it's, I think it's great, but what do you, you talk about diversity and everything? Where, where are we as far as the white female rapper? Like, is, is that ever gonna be a thing? I know Iggy Azalea at one point, you know, had well, a couple- she's just whack. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but she was probably the most popular one of all time, right? Like, I'm not missing anybody, am I? Um, I mean, Snow the product is out there. She's just not popular, but yeah, Iggy's probably the biggest one. Yeah. So, so is is that a thing? Like, I know, like G Easy, like he gets a he he has a hood pass. Like, obviously Eminem is one of the the, the biggest um, rappers of all time. G Easy, man. (laughs) But but at least for the youth, like the youth seem to give G G Easy a pass. So that's what I'm saying, like. Yeah, Forty gave him one, so I mean, <laughs> but but so, we're, are we ever gonna see a white female that gets the respect of a of a rhapsody or of a you know someone that we can just see? Like, is that something that's that's a thing over there in Berlin, like, or in Europe? Period. Like, I mean, I think in Europe it's not so much judged on on race. Mm. 
because it's Europe, so you have people from all kinds of different places. So mm-hmm. it's not really a conversation of is this a white MC or a black MC, you know? Um, I mean, we have all kinds of female rappers over here now, you know? Mm-hmm. We have black German rappers that are ladies. Um, but we don't, oh, we have actually, we have one who's really big. Uh, she has a Polish background and uh, she used to be a prostitute. And um, she talks about that a lot. So the, her music is not really my style, but she can fucking rap. Like she's very dope. She, she chooses very dope beats. So I respect her. I mean, I listen to her a lot, but I respect her. And she's probably the, the biggest one. Um, but here's the thing though, I'm not too concerned with having like a big white female rapper. I'm not concerned with that at this point because I feel like it's important for black women to have that representation. I think it's way more important for black women to have that representation than for white women. So I'm happy. Like, I feel like, nah, it's, it's perfectly fine for white women to have the back seat on this one. It's not important. Wow. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's great to hear. I mean, just that, that take on it. We don't normally get the chance to kind of ask someone um, of your stature or something like that. It's just not a thing, you know? And, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't care either way. As long as you're dope, it doesn't matter to me. But it's it's always struck me as interesting whenever you see, you know, someone that that tries to, um, you know, just get in get into that lane. And I know how difficult it already is um, for ladies. So the the more the merrier, you know. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we if we can get, and we we Phil and I have had this conversation. Let's let's uh, push it over here a little bit, like. We, we have a really good uh, friend. He's my cousin. He's a friend of the show. He's a good friend of Phil's. And he, you know, he called, you know, he, he's a hip hop purist to a, to an extent. <laughs> like he, he. Oh, how know, I love those. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> it already tell you, tells you right there, but he, he just can't get behind um, supporting Cardi B. Like he just like, just something in him just won't allow for him to, to just, I'm not even asking for him to say that she's dope, but I at least want for him to just acknowledge that she's she's doing her thing. She's doing yeah. her thing exactly. Let and that he, girl live. He's like she should never be touching a mic. I'm like that. That's what? irrelevant. What you think? Like why? Why would you say that? He's just like listen to her. I'm like I am. But I, I kind of get the whole serious thing, but that, that doesn't that doesn't relate to everybody. No, and she's not saying anything that not like a hundred male rappers have said so you're gonna tell them to never touch a mic and she's not trying to say that she's the best to ever do it no. you know so because that's a whole nother conversation for me it like rapping and, and is one thing but if, if you're trying to be in that that uh top five conversation there to me there that's a certain requires right. a certain type of credibility and you yeah. know talent level but if you're if you're trying to rap if it if it's dope you know, do you think it may be for me? It may not be for me, but you know, I'm not going. I'm not going to step on your shine. Well, he, he's him, and not just to just sing her, but people often liken her to maybe like a culture vulture type thing. Like she wasn't 
a rapper. Yo, so, but I I can't get with that. But I mean, but, I, I, but but people do say that. Yeah. But look, like I remember, and I actually like had this post came up in my Facebook memories recently. So like five years ago. I posted a video of a Cardi B song and I was like, yo, like she can actually rap. She has the voice and she has the flow. And people were all in the comments like, whoa, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm <laughs> like, yo, like this song as a finished song is not a great song, but her voice is dope and her flow is dope. So I'm sure we will see more of her. And that's exactly what happened. She's been doing this shit for a long time. She's probably, I think the thing, the problem that purists have is that so we come from a generation and also the generation before us because I'm in my 30s. So my generation and those that are in their 40s now, they come from a place where you lived hip hop culture from early on, from like the age of like, <laughs> as early as 10 years old, you lived the culture and you were fully emerged in the culture. And then you picked up one of the elements and you know, you honed your craft. That's what like we that. are used to. I like that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and that's important. However, we have to respect and see that the younger generation does not grow up that way because the way they perceive hip hop now is as rap music because that's what's being shown to them. Mm. We also can't blame them on perceiving it as it's being shown to them. Like for us, we we experienced it differently. So to them, it's a music. For them, it's not really a full culture anymore. Which of course that's sad, like that hurts my heart, but also I can't blame all these young ones for that. It's not their fault. You know, we should have done better at preserving the culture <laughs> and passing it on. We should have been better at each one teacher, you know? They do a lot of things unbeknownst to um, to themselves too. Like in terms of like they they it's like as far as the elements, like not 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 to um, downgrade some of that, but like for example, like they do things that we weren't able to do so easily. Like make a playlist that has like yeah you know like just all your favorite rappers and just have it yeah. in your pocket. Like that's that's a yeah. form, that's a form of yeah. DJing a little bit like not DJing obviously not definitely not that at all yeah. but it's a form of it like at least it's a component of what a DJ would normally have to do yeah. with his records so they do a lot of things um that um that are elements but they just don't even yeah. know it it's just so commonplace yeah. it's so easy to them that they don't even think yeah. about it you know yeah and so I I think that when we see like the younger generation, when you see rappers from that generation coming up, and yeah, you know, people can say, oh, but she just started doing this, like, she's not in the culture, but that's just the, the way their generation is coming up. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna fault someone for, I mean, if she likes to rap and she's good at it, how the fuck I'm gonna be mad? Exactly, and then one of the things that I find a lot, when, when people bring up culture, when when it's somebody that they don't really rock with that's when culture culture mm -hmm. never ne, culture's never a thing until mm -hmm. somebody oh they're not part of the culture they're not doing it for the love neither, <laughs> when neither the last time, yeah when the last time you uh you put up a in the end burner or uh back in <laughs> like like that that part of it always cracks me up like that was the last time you bombed a train yeah exactly <laughs> um so, so um yeah, try that now 
Yeah, especially here, man. Try try any of those type uh, maneuvers. It, it could be a long day for you. Um, it's definitely frowned upon in this establishment. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 to to your point, culture. Uh, the some of the elements were kind of legislated out of yeah um, of the mainstream. Um, first of all, companies realized there was a lot of money to be made on the music mm-hmm. um, of it, and then. Uh, Graffiti was you. You might as well been uh, packing AK forty sevens if you were a graffiti artist. Yeah, they yeah. They, they literally treated you as if you were, you know, um, a terrorist uh, if you had a spray can. And as far as the dance, it, it became so uh, gentrified, for lack of a yeah. better term, yeah. that it almost became corny to break dance at, at, at some point. If, if you weren't if you weren't one of the if you weren't rock steady or one of them like it like after breaking eight or whatever whatever the the breaking movie were and then you start seeing it pop up in uh checks commercials and it's like yeah. oh come on man and so i think they they kind of legislated those out and advertised those elements out and, and stripped it away uh fracked it if you will and yeah to a point where it became just the music. And that was like the last viable thing. And then they tried to do that to the music and you know, we're, we're here now where we have segments and all that. And but so- that's, that's such an interesting point you're making, like thinking about that because, um, because yeah, absolutely. Like when we came up, we saw these elements just as part of hip hop. We didn't saw them, we didn't see them anywhere else. So it was not, it was clearly, these are the elements of hip hop. And so I guess for kids that grow up in a world where uh, all these elements are being used in commercial culture, in mainstream culture, and you see these things all over the place, you probably don't place them as elements of hip hop culture anymore. Yeah, they become that probably doesn't pop even culture. register. Yeah, like with the moment I saw Fred and Barney uh from the Flintstones uh rapping about fruit and pebbles, <laughs> it was it, it, I knew it was never gonna be the same. <laughs> like yeah, yeah and, 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 and one of the things that I love um about Europe, every time I talk to anybody from uh different um countries in Europe, the way you got to experience hip hop, um it's very similar to how I did at the age I am, but you got to experience it um, in, in its purest form, and I feel like you still yeah. do it in many ways, and I and I envy that. Uh, it's just it's just a different type of experience than you get here. That that so much of, and that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. Um, how how does the youth uh, experience? Do they do they get all the elements of hip hop, or is it just the music? Uh. I don't think so. So with hip hop, you kind of have to think we get everything with a delay of like five years over here. Okay. It all happens with like a five year delay. So, you know, when when hip hop first came over here, it was with like a five year delay and so on. So I think we're now coming to the point where the youth, and I I have a few like very young followers on my page, like from here, not a lot, but a few, where I can tell there are a few of them who are genuinely interested in hip hop culture and who will go dig, but the others just, 
same as in the states they just see it as rap music now and they don't get everything that's behind it and they probably also don't think to question it because it's once again it's just what they see so why would they question it so like rap music has become a very big part of you know um of the commercial world here too and um there's german the thing is like german rap is very big right now it has been for the last few years so you have rap music on top of the charts and some of the biggest most successful artists in germany are rap artists but the thing is they don't make what we would what purists would call real hip-hop they don't make that they make something that is like uh, kind of like Afrobeat type ish uh, but also a lot of like 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 drug talk and like gangster rap type shit um, so the youth is coming up with that and and they also don't see the full culture anymore so I think that's a universal problem gotcha. And I think that's why it's just on us to stop bashing them and showing them what's behind it lovingly. <laughs> Take it to the Gucci store and show them the loops. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a question for you about the youth. All right, now um, you recently posted something that said caption this, and it was uh, from an article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spotify now has eight thousand artists with Lil. Oh, yeah. AKA Little um, their name, yeah. at the beginning of their name. Uh, <laughs> do you do you know any Lils like personally? Uh, personally, um, is that a thing? Like, cause like you know, like, over here, like yeah, like like for example, no. like like if, like my my kid, like my son, like if people saw me and him walking down the street, they'd be like, oh, that's Vod and Lil Vod. <laughs> oh nah nah that's not a thing here also i've never heard of any i don't think i've ever heard of any rappers over here that go by little well oh, good i'm I, i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank the heavens though, like for for his for, like we we think big is the goat and like for as creative as as he was when he put on uh you know his his two you know his two artists they both had the same name essentially little c's and little kim i was like that big <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> you couldn't diversify that a little bit. That's it's like it's one flaw, you know? With a little in front of it. But but it became <laughs> such a thing, like 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 like. No, it did. Like don't don't no. Like he's hard little, little. responsible. Like it's like, like it's like little little littles. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a thing. Like it's, it's a it's, there's a there's a MC little littles. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, you know, obviously in the South, it was a thing. Um, I, the one thing I did like was when you started to use young instead of little. I thought that was always cool. <laughs> young is cool. But now everybody's but now young. Are... But now everybody's yeah. young. Even the old niggas is young. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. But uh. isn't that interesting, too, how, because there were littles, you know, yeah, little C's, little Kim's, little Wayne, like, the little thing has been around for a long time, too, but just now, all of a sudden, you're a whole wave of new littles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. And having and having the crew name as your last as as your MC name is, is yeah, into like with like like ASAP Rocky and ASAP and the YNB. Yeah, uh, oh boy, SE and you know, <laughs> it's 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 just. I mean, get it how you live, man. I guess. 
Yeah, I, mean. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tissue in the Tape, and we are rocking with Vanya from I Still Love It.de. Uh, uh, having a good old time, man. Talking yeah. about this culture we love. <laughs> um, you you also recently posted something. I'm just going just some things we wanted to talk yeah. to you about. Um, I'm going back to the '90s. Y'all want y'all want anything? <laughs> um. Phil, I'm, let me ask you. I'm going back to the '90s, man. What, what can I bring back for you, man? Come on, man. Don't, don't you gonna make me get on my old man thing, man? This, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just one thing. Just I'm, one thing. That gotta be. I'm, I'm gonna fold out the. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna have a <laughs> like that. Like, oh, yeah, man. Um, I just, I just, I just want. I want <laughs> like, like variety. All right, that's the best way I can put it. Like. Okay. On, on a mainstream scale, like mm-hmm. where where well, I could turn on the radio and I could hear, you know, I could hear Sky Zoo, I could hear Nicki Minaj, I could hear Jay Z, and then I could hear Rakim. You know, I want to just hear variety, like we once had. So called hip hop hit stations and yeah, whatnot. Or, uh, yeah, five artists. Uh, I'm with you, uh, Vanya. Well, I also I wrote that in the caption too, but I I miss mixtapes and. I think what I miss about it is, and I'm talking about cassette tapes, not. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, he's speaking my language now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think I miss the process of it. Like I, I remember I was a kid in front of my parents' stereo, listening to the radio and recording songs, and that shit was like tedious as fuck. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Because like. You have to like press the record button at the right time, then you gotta stop it at the right time. You gotta listen the whole time and wait for the song to stop. Don't fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just such a process that made you, I mean, honestly, thinking about it, it made you be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I learned that from meditation how important it is to be in the moment. And now that I think about it, I was really in the moment making mixtapes. Like yeah. I was fully present and just me with the music. That's awesome. And I think that's just a beautiful process, and it it teaches you how to appreciate music fully. And um, with the oversaturation these days and the easy access, I think a lot of people has have lost the true appreciation for music. And so that's I miss that I miss that process yeah you, you're like mix tapes like not just like oh yo listen to my mixtape like no 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 no, no. mix tapes yeah. yeah let's emphasize that so I, I'm, I'm with you on that for sure yeah um I guess if I was to have you guys bring me something back it probably would just be um the like some of the the posse cuts, like the camaraderie. Mm. I think collaborations do still happen, mm-hmm. but they don't happen in the in the manner in the way that we, you know, that you know some of the classic forms that that we were exposed to. Um, and they don't have the same impact. They don't have the same thing, right? They're very disingenuous no. too. It's like like uh, very very forced and designed, and gotta sign a treaty. Before you, you gotta lay out all your rules. Yeah. Y'all can't yeah. wear the same colors. <laughs> I, I miss. I, I just. I just miss that. Um, you know, just just having multiple dope MCs collaborate together. I think that's that's mm-hmm. the, that's the main thing. And I think, 
you know, it does happen to where we 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 do get you know moments where Pharrell Munch is doing a joint with Black Thought, where you know um, you know Styles P is 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 doing a joint with you know Joe Button and you know et cetera et cetera. You know, we we have had that over the past few years, but I'm just saying, just those those even now, like on um, uh, Summer Unlock uh, on um, Book Orion, yeah. Like when you looked at the names, I already knew. I was like, okay, so the verses will be cool, but you know, I, we'll we'll see. And when I hit it, I hit play on it. I was like, eh, it's okay. Pusher on the hook, Jada, Fab, Royce. Okay, it's cool, but it wasn't it wasn't that though. You know, like it still was kind of just missing something to where it's like, you know, if you get those four on a song, I should I should have that on repeat. I should it should yeah. really have my summer on lock. And you know, it just just that that feeling is missing. So that that's what I mean. Um, you know, if I could have one bonus one, I, I would say <laughs> no. I can't. How how the fuck am I gonna bring all this shit back? <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think you're like <laughs> the re, the release. Everybody date. gets one. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm greedy, man. The release date, like I, that, that's one thing I can't say oh, yeah. about these Kanye, uh, these things like him him announcing this well in, in advance and saying like, on this day we're gonna drop this. Oh man, you gotta give him props for that. Yeah. And actually doing it, yeah. I came yeah. in front. I was because when when he first said, I was like, yeah, there's no way all of those are coming out. But true to his word, all yo, yo, it was for Pusher. It was May 21st. We were like, uh. That's not this like, happening. Yeah, that's not coming out. It was <laughs> yeah. no, we were like, that's not coming out on Friday. No way. Yeah, but yo, but but, yeah, but but also, you know, a lot of people were like, yo, he's doing this many projects, but they also only have seven tracks each. So let's <laughs> okay. Let's dial it back. Yeah, we've been working on it for a couple years too. Like, let's, yeah. let's, he didn't just start. And this is the same dude that was three beats a day for three summers. So I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. they, I should have a thousand songs by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And but he like, also he also shot the the album cover on his phone on no. the way to the party. I know. Yeah, that, that that was so so extra. But I mean, it just fits where he at is in the world. Yeah, but, it does. But you know those release dates where, where you where you literally had to wait, yet and then you had mm-hmm. to physically get up out of your seat. You had to yeah. Some in some cases drive or get on a train or a bus, actually pay money <laughs> to get it, and then and then fight with all your might to open a CD. Mm. It's not, there's something special about that whole process. Yeah. And, and, it, and it made you appreciate the music even more because you you had to actually willingly be a participant. Mm-hmm. You know, now nowadays at, at um twelve oh one the music just shows up and then and, you know in, in a lot of in a lot of cases if you got Apple music, um that shit is just there whether you want it or not. I mean <laughs> exactly you know YouTube YouTube still on my journey yo did you ever get that off your uh yo yeah there's, there's an easy way to get it off I got it off but okay. it was it was there for like a year before, <laughs> and it wouldn't go away um but no I mean I definitely remit miss the uh those Tuesday release dates though yeah. Mike, oh there's one thing I wanted to ask you too uh 
like as far as like hip-hop shows or hip-hop like adjacent shows like do you do you watch like insecure or like atlanta have you seen them yeah those are i'm not trying to i wasn't trying to insult you <laughs> no i didn't okay i didn't feel insulted okay <laughs> no nah. those are two of my favorite shows i love those okay um, i like are those popular over there oh no <laughs> that's just yo like so so the thing is you can't judge like germany or germans based on me because right. gotcha. <laughs> because i'm just very in tune with american and also you know african-american culture right you know i'm just very in tune with it so just because i see something doesn't mean other people here get it i think the thing is that with a lot of with a show like Insecure or that is that carries a lot of um, notions about black culture, um, most Germans wouldn't get those things naturally because they don't see it over here. So, so I remember like Chappelle show, right? So Chappelle show would be on over here on two channels, one on MTV and then one on Comedy Central. And on MTV, they actually dubbed it like they um, they uh, had German. Oh no! Like yeah, the it was. Yeah, <laughs> and that was so fucking terrible. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Like a like a voiceover for Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Everything. It was just in German with German voices. Blah blah. blah. On MTV, they had German subtitles, but it was original. Wait, wait, would the would the German dub be trying to talk like Charlie Murphy though? Like, ah oh, man, you know, I walked well, into the spot. <laughs> well, not really. Like, it it depends on how much money they paid for. Them. <laughs> Because like they do that with movies too, right? And okay. so with movies, they try to have the voice more like the original voice, mm. but with like productions like that, no. So, oh, I think so I would the love thing to see is, that. Just, yeah, me, me too. This from a comedian. <laughs> it's so bad. But so so what I realized then watching that was that, and a lot of with stand up comedy too. Like when I watch stand up with my friends and they want the subtitles on, I'll be reading the subtitles sometimes. And I'm like, a lot of the jokes don't translate. Mm -hmm. And so, because the thing is like, if to understand like comedy by a black American, you gotta kind of know the culture, but otherwise you're just gonna be completely lost. Um, you're not gonna catch a lot of the jokes. You're not gonna get it. It won't make sense <laughs> to you. So I think it's the same with in shows like Insecure in Atlanta. That to people over here, they have no insight into that culture, so they wouldn't get a lot of the shit. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. So, so I, I know you're an extremely busy, uh, lady. So we're not gonna hold you uh, too much longer. <laughs> I did. I, I did want to get. I did want to ask you about one thing, uh, though. Before we get out of here, uh, Childish Gambino, um, his his music and more more specifically the the video. How 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 is that received? Uh, uh, one by you, and then just in general, uh, um, as our as our European uh, representative. 
I mean, for me personally, and I think what was kind of genius about that was that the song was made for the video. Um, because the song by itself doesn't really work. It only works with the video, and I believe that he had a video concept in mind, and he made a song for it. That's what I believe. I think the video came for came first, and then the song. Um, I think the video is genius. Like I watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I watched it like five more times. I was like, "Yo, this is so ill." Um, and there's so many layers to it. Like it's so exactly. many layers. You can watch it again and again and see some new shit. And I think it's a perfect representation of, of, of American culture of, yeah, this is America, America, like literally. Um, so I love that. I know that there was a lot of controversy around it. I, I saw some people um, talk about that he's hypocritical for some shit. But um, I think he's an artist who wanted to make a statement and I think he executed that perfectly. Um, and I love Childish Gambino in general. Like, you know, just watching Atlanta, like you gotta, you can't deny his talent. Like, no, no way. He's one of the most talented people in the business. Absolutely. If you, if you put together a, a playlist of like his best songs, like, they range from funk to mm-hmm. uh, like nerd rap to soul to political rap to just bars to it, it's yeah, he, yeah. he's, he's, he's one, one of the most versatile <laughs> human beings yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. like wh- what can't he do yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true you got people thinking he's more than one person no, no. <laughs> no. but i can't take anyone seriously said i think everybody who said that is joking like i i, I just i hope so uh, I, I just I, I hope so too but knowing knowing people i know there's people <laughs> who really believe that you know oh my god because the, those are the same people that think uh gucci's a clone oh you know, so. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah. As far as in Europe, like I saw people, um, so I watched it with my best friend and her husband and they were both equally as blown away as me. And um, I saw some of my German friends posting about it and uh, um, generally people loved it, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, we we definitely appreciate you again rocking with us. Um, It's my pleasure. Anytime. We we gotta we gotta do this more often, and you know when we uh, you know definitely have uh, a, a live situation going on here. I know you 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 may or may not uh, be banning yourself from traveling to the states, but if you do lift the ban, <laughs> we would love to have you. Uh, definitely, we have some things we're working on. We'll talk to you about that, but yeah, yeah. love the involvement. And um, definitely tell the people um, one about um, how they can find you and, and, and anything you may have going on. Um, yeah, you can find me where I'm most active is Instagram at isolover.de with an actual dot. <laughs> um, Twitter at isolover. My website is isolover.de. Um, Facebook, but who doesn't fuck on Facebook anymore? <laughs> um, but it's also us the lover. Um, those are the main ones. Um, my main job is PR and promotion, and 
I do a lot of shit with social media, like well on social media. So if any artists are listening, you need help with your um, social media or promo or PR or marketing, hit me up. Uh, you can slide in my DMs with business inquiries, nothing else. <laughs> or uh, you can email. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that was great, by the way. We feel yeah. we had to use that as a soundbite. That was awesome. Yo, uh. <laughs> oh, and, and my merch. If you want to check out the merch, we talked about the link. Yo, uh, just out of curiosity, how often does that uh, happen to you? I mean, how we talk about sex parents, how we talk about sex parents. Oh, man. It's non-business related. Non-business related. Every day. Every day. That was great, man. (laughs) Nothing else. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) We appreciate you. That that was awesome. That has to be hard being a woman on social media, man. It is. It's hard being a woman. Well said. Thank you. One of our favorite people, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please check her out. Uh, I still love her. De. Please only business inquiries. If you, uh, if you uh, DM her, uh, come on. That, that's just not cool. And, um, I mean, you can also show love. I always appreciate people reaching out and showing love. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and by, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, and by love, she means, co- <laughs> by love, she means compliment and praise. <laughs> yeah, because that also encourage me. Thank you, and we'll, we'll definitely have to do this again very soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm always down. All right. Thank you. Okay. Do we hang up? Oh, he'll, he'll turn it off. We, we want to talk okay. to you anyway. So. Yeah, before. Okay. Yeah, uh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>